Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weepy, the weepy. And we're here. We got Mercedes back on the line broadcasting live from Lockup. Welcoming back to the Crotch Shot Radio Show, the most electrifying autistic cisgender female in porn, the Puerto Rican bionic booty, supporter of our warriors, the engineering mistress, La Boricua Bella, Mercedes Carrera. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm here. I haven't burned down yet. Surprisingly. You will have to talk loud cuz it's loud in here. Oh, now it's gotten it's gotten louder. Okay. So. It's always loud in here. Oh, okay. So you can got you hear it? I can barely hear it. <laughs> oh, it's loud. It's always loud. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it's a human zoo. Oh. There's a lot of noise in here all the time. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this records because, uh, like, people keep saying I could. They could barely hear you. Oh, really? Yeah, which is why. Which is why I'm like doing. I'm. I'm recording it and not doing a live show. 
So hopefully. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the audio balance is better that way. Yeah. yeah. Just raise up the volume. Let's see. All okay. Right. Okay. So, what new what new stuff have you been reading? And have you been looking into? Well, um, you know, lately, I mean, it's it's just the news here is just about everything's burning down on the West Coast. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, the the so, fires. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, this is a hell of a year, man. So, I don't know. I you know, I think. Um, Oh, well, I mean, I think the big news coming out this weekend, and, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine about exactly this, like, three or four months ago. I mean, it would be on the recorded part here, which is, I had been adamant, and I was telling them, I said, hey, China's Navy exceeds ours in both size and force. And he said, no, no way, there's no way that they do. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's got to be, because I remember a Tina report came out of the DOD saying that they would be, that they would by 2020. And, uh, you know, it's, I remember, you know, one of the big problems with Obama is that he had decommissioned a huge amount of the naval fleet and he had, had cut a lot of the funding for the military. That was one of the big problems with him in particular. And he was, you know, he was really a saboteur when it came to the military. And, um, and so the DOD, I don't know if you saw the news this weekend, it came out with a report that the Navy has, in fact, that the Chinese Navy has, in fact, exceeded our Navy in terms of size and also newness. You know, I mean, their, their fleet, they have 350, I think it's uh, submarines and, uh, and warships compared to, we have 293, I believe is the number. But, you know, I mean, they're dealing with newer equipment. And they have a larger Navy. And really, I mean, you, in terms of, you know, they're more unified. I mean, they're not, they're not dealing with these SJW issues. They're not putting their Chinese, uh, uh, Navy through, you know, racism training, you know, and white privilege training and, 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 you know, nonsense like that. They're not trying to rename their, their, uh, naval bases because of, this nonsense about oh you know their their naval bases are named after racist leaders you know I mean this is you know that kind of stuff is really it's really damaging to the morale of a uh, uh, of a fleet and you know when you think about it like especially let's let's take for example the army I mean you're everyone's like oh you know the military there's this pride but you know when you think about it, what is a military military is a group that, yes, they're supposed to defend, you know, uh, uh, a nation, but they're also a killing machine. So, you know, you're worried about whether your killing machine is, is worried about racism? I mean, think about that. From an ethics scale, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you don't see, you don't hear nothing about uh, transgender problems in the Chinese military. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a stupid... I mean, hey, uh, uh, my, my army's worried about whether or not something is racist. I mean, they're a killing machine. That's what they're supposed to be. I, I mean, think about the, the fucking real deal ethics. Do you, do you think, like, Patton would have been worried about that? That's stupid. Yeah, no. No, no. ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, it's just the, the sissification uh, of the, the military. 
Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make it doesn't make for an effective fighting force. They're worried about you know microaggressions. Like, well, I I would have been in combat, but then this, you know, I was I would have I would have been fighting, but you know, this other soldier said something that I felt was racially insensitive, and I was worried about that, and I got shot. Yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't fucking work, you know. And so I think, um, you know, in terms of the Chinese, I mean, they don't have that because they're they're unified as a culture and as a race and as a nationality, and so we're really at a disadvantage, you know, when it comes to multiculturalism. Um, so if we were to go to war with them, I think we really would suffer. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm doing right now. Uh, because I have a lot of time, is I'm learning to write and read in Chinese. And the Chinese language is fascinating because you can learn, like, I can't speak it in here, obviously, because I have nobody to speak with. Mm -hmm. And so I I can't pronounce it properly because I don't know how. But they standardized the reading and writing of Chinese about 2,300 years ago. And then they simplified it fairly recently. But I have the book on the HSK level A um, reading and writing of Chinese, the Hong Kong uh, simplified learning, which would, you know, it's their their literacy exam. That if you can pass it, basically says that you're literate in the reading and writing of Chinese. And I figured out why they are so much better at mathematics than we are. Why is that? And the reason for it is they don't learn ABCs. They learn... Uh, in their language, they learn 700 and something characters, and to be literate in the HSK level A exam, they learn 1,033 compound words that they, that uh, comprise 77% of the written Chinese language. Mm-hmm. Um, that are those words, and then so that to create those words. They basically are algebraic words. So I'll, I'll, I'll send you a letter so maybe you could post it. Yeah. So you can post it online and I'll show you what I'm talking about because it's hard to explain. But basically, each word is comprised of, there's like a word and then it'll be a compound. And basically, they look like fractions. So those compound words are fractions. So you'll have like one word and then two or three of those words will combine together in fractional words, fractional form to make up other words. And so they don't need to learn fractions the same way we have to learn fractions because it's built into their language structure. So basically, if you can read or write Chinese, you've already learned how to do fractions. So what the reason that they learn common core math, is common core math, uh, common core arithmetic, really, is Singaporean math. And that's arithmetic was an abacus. Now, in California, they switched all um, grade school kids over to Common Core or Singaporean arithmetic. And they did that with my daughter. Hmm. And so I remember looking at it, and I thought, oh, well, this needs to be taught with an abacus. So I got her an abacus, and, you know, which is, they make them draw these number lines, which is stupid, because the number line is really just an abacus. And so I taught her both ways. Well, the problem is, see, the reason that they can teach little uh, Chinese kids how to learn it that way is because they don't have to learn fractions the fractions are built into their language. So that's why they don't have to learn abstract mathematics with fractionals, because it's built into their language structure. So by the time they get to algebra, it's already intuitive for them. 
Whereas in our language structure, it's not intuitive, so they have to learn how to do fractionals, which now that I am learning to read and write Chinese, it makes perfect sense. But whoever switched uh, American kids over to Singaporean mathematics clearly doesn't speak and read and write Chinese because they didn't understand that. So then American kids are doing even worse in algebra because nobody has figured out that they also now have lost that skill, which we used to teach them in, in how we used to teach regular uh, algebra, you know, mathematics and include algebra, algebraic, you know, form. So we're actually doing them an even greater disadvantage because somebody, some idiot was like, oh, well, the Asians do, you know, the common core math. Let's do that instead because they do so much better in math. Well, they do it because their language form, their language structure inherently has algebra within it. So, I mean, we're, we're actually screwing them even worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that just, that just yeah. sounds like when I look at Common Core, I'm like, I, I, you know, this is just extra steps for no reason. Like, well, yeah, the reason, the reason they do it is because see, they, they do, um, arithmetic with, with a, with an abacus. But because we don't use an abacus, they're making them draw out the number lines as though they had an abacus. Does that make sense? So if they had an abacus, they would just use the abacus to do it. But, you know, as you, as a trained engineer, wouldn't, like, right. the simplest solution be best? Right. Well, so so if you had an abacus to do it, you wouldn't have to do those other steps. You would just use the abacus, and it would be intuitive. But some idiot probably did a postgraduate degree in it and was like, oh, how come draw number lines so that they can do those steps? So, no, I mean... I wouldn't have them do it that way. The way we used to teach it made the most sense because our language structure doesn't have the algebraic method built into it. See, for Asians, it makes sense because their language structure already has algebra within it. So they they don't have to learn algebra. They don't have to learn fractionals. When they get into algebra, they go, oh, it's just X's and Y's. That makes perfect sense to them because their language structure already has the idea of fractionals built into it. So is there a way to is there a way to English eyes or Anglo Anglo canize uh, math for for students here? Well, the way we used to teach it was completely adequate for us. The way we used to do it was fine. The old way that we taught mathematics made perfect sense for our structure. We should not have changed it hmm. at all. Because we, we don't learn, you see, the problem is we are always going to be behind the Chinese in terms of mathematics because when they are learning their language structure, because, because of how their language is structured, they are at the same time as, as they learn to read and write, they're also learning mathematics because of how their language is structured. So they're always going to be a little bit ahead because the language structure they use allows the neural net pathways in their brain to also learn how to structure uh, fractionals. It's just a, 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 a part of parcel of how their language is structured. So they're always going to be a little bit ahead. It's just it's just a function of how their language is formed. Their, their language is just structured mathematically. Yeah, but... It's just how it is. I mean, if they're so advanced, how come they always have to steal our technology? They, they, they don't. They, that's, that's a lie. See, that's, that's a big fucking lie that the government is still telling us. At this point, I believe that they're simply monitoring... Our technology, I believe, is they're very much ahead. 
see what they're doing. They, I believe that they have technology that is very far ahead. They and, and they admitted that in the DOD report. They admitted that they have technology that is ahead of ours. If you saw the DOD report this weekend, they admitted that they have technology that is very far ahead of ours. They have technology that is ahead of ours. So why haven't they? they, have, they have, why haven't they attacked? They have, because it's not the Chinese style. The Chinese are, are have always been um, more uh, uh, strategic. It's kind of like it's kind of like this. Even in the 15th and 16th centuries, the Chinese were not busy going to Europe. It's not that they couldn't go to Europe; it's that there was nothing there to interest them. So they didn't go. They knew it was there. They call it, it's like the, the Chinese word for the Dutch was red hair barbarian. They thought the Europeans were barbarians, and they didn't find anything of interest in Europe. They knew it was there. It was on their map, but they didn't bother to go there because nothing in Europe interested them. So China right now, they see the West as a failing entity. They have, they have set themselves up so that they consider themselves to be the next global leader, and I believe they're correct. I also believe that they're right now strategically positioning themselves, waiting for America to and I think they're absolutely correct. I also believe that they have uh, ground-to-space-to-air uh, radar systems that are covertly attacking us by way of uh, weather manipulation. And I think that's why we're seeing such extreme weather patterns, not only in the Caribbean, but also in the Southwest and also in Hawaii. And I think we're going to continue to see extreme weather patterns that uh, decimate our crops and... Um, wreak havoc on a lot of our, um, especially our agriculture, for the foreseeable future. And I think we're going to actually end up in, in famine eventually. And I think the Chinese will be responsible for this. And I don't think anyone's going to, you know, figure this out. But this is that's more the Chinese style is to work covertly. They don't they don't do overt wars. They're very 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 smart people. It's, they're not brutal. They're there's a reason they call the Europeans barbarians. They're not the kind to do brute attacks. Historically, it's not it's not their way. Hmm. So, sounds like um, like how, how, what would you are, are you like um, are you waiting for our new Chinese overlords? Because <laughs> that, that's what well, it sounds I think, like. I think I think that they've already colonized. If you go to even in L.A., most of the banking centers are owned by the Chinese. If you go to the L.A. port, most of the port is owned by the Chinese. If you go to Vancouver, most of the banking centers are owned by the Chinese. They've already colonized the areas of interest. They own most of the agriculture centers. I mean, they, they really do. They've been very, very smart. They own most areas that of interest to them. So I think what they're going to do and what they've done globally is they've already colonized They've, they've, they've colonized what they want to colonize. So now they're going to wait. They're not, you know, like you said, this is, they're, not, they're not the kind that are going to come in and brutalize and roll heads. They're not Mongolians, you know? I think it's going to be a slow decline for the U.S. I think that, you know, the U.S. is going to continue to, to, to kind of, you know, punch itself in the face and while it goes down. But I think the I think that the um, I think the reason that Trump created a space force is I believe that the Chinese probably already have 
um, what weather manipulation technology. And if you look online, the Indians have been writing about this for a while. We clearly don't have it because if we did, then we would make it rain over California right now and stop all these um, these wildfires. The Chinese not really, not really, because because we have the tools to fix a lot of things and. You know, it's it's all this uh, bipartisan shit. You know, that we'll just continue kicking ourselves in the dick just to just to prove yeah, well, the I other mean, person wrong. Well, but yeah, I mean, the Chinese have have the technology to make it rain. They made it rain over Beijing during the Olympics mm-hmm. just to prove they could. They made it snow over Beijing, I guess, in July. Recently, somebody was. Telling you me have that. one minute left. Here, I'll call back. Okay. Yeah, I, I put I put money so we could we could keep going. Oh perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, let me call back. All right. The caller using Securus. You may start the conversation now. All righty. So we're back. Hey. How do we're I back. sound how do I sound? But good. Good. Okay. I can hear you. Very good. So you were talking about uh before you had to uh leave. Uh, and call back. Yeah. You were talking about how Beijing has weather manipulation technology and how they made it snow at yeah. Beijing uh, in July. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my question is, cause I mean, basically what you're talking about, if your analysis is correct and you have all the time in the world to, 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 to do the research. So I don't doubt you. What can we do to stop it? Like as, as a private citizen, what can we do to prepare? And, and and stop it, or or, or if we can't even yeah. stop it, learn Chinese. <laughs> mm. I mean, no, realistically, look. I mean, here's here's the bottom line: the U.S. government has failed us. They have been busy, literally fighting with each other every four fucking years, using all their money to. They've been using lobbying money to fight with each other, and they've been pissing it away on these stupid fucking CIA wars so that they can smuggle opium and do human trafficking you know, and, you know, the CIA wars of attrition and, and you know, create, you know, genocides and fake genocides and trying to block Russia, China from getting petrol and, you know, all this bullshit, you know, playing, you know, they've been playing war with, you know, with human uh, soldiers all over the globe. For 40 years plus, and they've been, you know, creating juntas in, in South America for 100 years, and um, they failed us. They failed us. And meanwhile, China has been building actively technology to create global hegemony. They, our, our government sold us out. And they shipped all of our manufacturing to China. And they thought, or I don't know who thought, I guess boomers thought, that the Chinese would be our good little slaves forever. And that they could use currency manipulation to keep them um, global slaves for the foreseeable future. And they, they, they basically shipped our, our jobs, our generation, jobs away. And so now we are impoverished because our parents and grandparents' generations were short-sighted. And as a result, um, we are living in this chaos, and we will be expected to pay Social Security forever. And the Chinese, uh, they were smart. They 
took our technology and they took the resources with that and they developed it. They, they understood that they would have to, for one generation, live like slaves so that their grandchildren would live like kings. And that was the wise move. And there's a reason that they practice ancestor worship. Look, if my grandparents had made those kinds of sacrifices, looking so that, you know, two, three, four generations down, their grandchildren and great-grandchildren could live well, I would absolutely light a candle and some incense and each day and sweep some rice out for them, too. But they didn't. Instead, they sold us out. So, um, I understand how their culture works now. It makes perfect fucking sense to me. Hmm. And I, I think that our, I think the American way of life was, is, is and was very short-sighted. The, the, uh, post-World War II generation and the baby boomers went on a fucking spending spree. And they sold us out. And they, um, didn't think what the impact was going to be for Gen X and everyone after. And this is the price that we all pay. And so now, those of us left holding the bag so that these fuckers could, you know, retire and, and they think that they're going to, you know, have social security and go live on a golf course for the rest of their lives. And they're not going to. Because look what they created. A bunch of entitled little brats who, you know, are, are rioting and burning things down so that they can have Air Jordan iPhones and shit. And those of us stuck in the middle, who are like Gen Xers, we're not going to pay for it. And the whole thing's coming down. And it's not just, it's not just, that it's the bridges and it's the dams and it's the, it's the roadways and it's the pension plans and it's you know it's the welfare and all of this the whole fucking society is crumbling. Who's going to pay for it? You know, it was Lyndon B. Johnson's Great New Generation and it was everything that everybody promised afterwards. And who's left holding the bag? And they shift all the jobs away. And so the Chinese were wise, and the Russians aligned with them, and and so society, civilization is moving eastward. And um, anyone who's smart, who's left in the West, will do their best to adapt. But I think that it's a nice idea that there's going to be this "Make America Great Again." But if you look at the demographics of this country, um. It's a little too little too late. I think it's a really uh, arrogant thought that China is stealing our technology. I mean, I don't know who's been in a lab in uh, America's, you know, uh, universities lately. But, I mean, most of, the, most of the students who are really doing, like, the research, I mean, they're... they're they're Asian and they're Indian and, you know, their allegiance isn't to this country anyway. Hmm. Not. So, this is what happens, you know, I mean, we opened our doors to foreigners. So, they're going to, maybe they'll come here and use some of the tools, but they're not, they're not American. We opened our doors to foreigners and their allegiance isn't to this country. 
they come here and they might monitor some of it, but they're going to go back. China has technology we don't have. Period. I mean, Russia has Russia has uh, supersonic missiles that we don't have. Russia does. Hmm. Think about that. I mean, that's a joke. I mean, like because because the bureaucracy in America is so like shit. Oh yeah. Ever get anything fucking done in this country? I mean, my God, they built a railway in like 1860 across the goddamn country in three years. We've been trying to build a fucking train in California, a stupid fucking bullet train, a train on tracks that already fucking exist for like eight years and nothing's gotten done. Think hmm. about that. Yeah, that's sad. Because you, know, you can't get anything done in this fucking country. So, yeah, you know what? I mean, think about this. If you're a geneticist, would you rather be in China where they'll let you do whatever the fuck you want? Like, you're like, I'm a geneticist. I want to do some experiments on, on people and animals. Would you rather be in China or America? I would guess China because, yeah, there's yeah. more yeah. of an opportunity so, to actually get stuff done and find find the breakthroughs. Yeah, because guess what? They'll let you fucking be like, here you go. Here's some burgers. How about it? So you know what? Shit's going to get done there. Oh, is it ethical? Maybe not, but you know what? You're going to fucking do some research and you're going to get some data done. So I guarantee you more shit's getting done in China. So this idea that like they're coming here to steal research, that's preposterous. And you know what? Same thing, like like Taiwan, China, they're like the leaders in biomedical research for that reason. Like the idea that people are coming to America to steal research is ridiculous. I mean, if I was, like, wanting to do biomedical research, I would totally do it in China. People don't fucking care if you kill a bunch of people doing some fucking vaccine research. Like, yeah, whatever. Just put them in a fucking pile. Burn them. Yeah. I mean, we we got, like, 50 billion more <laughs> yeah, that, were, that were probably already starving to begin with. So. Yeah. Whatever. We'll just, like, they, because they, like, when life is cheap, they let you do stuff like that. That's, and that's the thing about, like, burgeoning country they understand like research so america's not america's a dying civilization hmm. like nothing's happening here i mean it's impossible to even start a small business these days you know there's so many taxes there's so much bureaucracy and everybody gets a cut nothing's happening here so to do research here to get a research grant is impossible talk to anybody who works i mean okay anybody who works at a university talk to like, like to even get a research grant, all the like hoops you have to jump through and all the fucking white privilege training, do you really think anybody here is doing real research? No. Like these students who are coming from Beijing, they probably they're probably going back to fucking Beijing and going, Oh yeah. So yeah, I took my engineering masters. Yeah, it was a joke of doing twenty year old research and I had to do white training and ha 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 as a fucking joke. Compared to the stuff they're doing in in Beijing. Hmm. But if that's the case, why do, they, why do these Chinese students come here then? To monitor. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. 
but working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I mean, that's what I would do. If I was fucking doing espionage research, I'd be like, so what are these people doing? Hmm. I mean, that's what espionage is. You're monitoring people. KGB used to do it all the time. Hmm. They come in. I mean, there's always value in that. Yeah. And especially, I mean, look, there's always value in, in having a foothold in another country. I'm sure they make a lot of money doing a lot of business. There's a lot of mineral wealth here. There's a lot of wealth in doing all kinds of business in all kinds of countries. It's not that they can't make money. I'm just saying that, like, the idea that they're getting cutting-edge research by doing, you know, research at, you know, Texas A&M and bio you know, biomedical researchers. Like, come on. Compared to the fucking stem cell research they can do in China. Like, what a joke. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they can harvest, like, whatever, you know, stage fetus they want in China. Yeah. But, okay, so I I was watching this uh, documentary on the one-child policy, and... Now they're having a uh, population problem. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Because, I What's mean... the population problem? Well, apparently since they used to kill... They kill all the girls. Yeah. Uh, there's not enough... There's not enough women to... To have babies yeah. to... To uh, continue the... The levels uh, that they need to sustain a society there. Yeah, my understanding was that that's why they were importing Filipino women or something. Oh. <laughs> we all like the Filipinos, don't we? Like, honestly, what's, what is it about Filipino women that we just all adore? I don't know. But, like, um, that was something that I read. Mm. But that was also my understanding was that's why they eventually planned to go to war because they had too many men. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. I mean, they, yeah, I was watching this other documentary where it was like, it was called leftover about, uh, they called these women over 30 who are unmarried and childless, like leftover women. Cause none uh-huh. of the men, none of the men wanted them. And it was, um, it was because, uh, how, uh, improved the, the economy was and you have more women in the workforce pursuing, um, careers and stuff. And they're just, uh, the men are just not, finding them attractive enough to want to marry. Oh, I don't know. No. I, mean, I don't know those kind of specifics about their, like, culture. Oh. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no idea, because I don't have access to that kind of media here. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, alright, so you wouldn't know how that w- might that's factor. Out of my, like, th- that's totally out of my scope. Like, I have right. no clue. Huh. I mean, but what is so... I think they're I like them though. I think they're fascinating. Like, I think they're like, a, they're a fucking cool culture of people. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have the Wu Tang clan. 
I mean, you got the RZA, the Jizza, Ghostface, Killer, Inspector Deck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the rest of the guys. You know, they they they're like the, they're my favorite Chinese <laughs> from Staten Island. I, I mean, I seriously though, like I I respect the fuck out of them. You know, it's like revenge is a dish master of gold, man. Because the thing is, like, if you read their history, you know, they got pushed around a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always had war internally, but they got pushed around a lot, you know, because they were, probably because they were smaller. You know, Europeans came in like fucking barbarians and, you know, fucked them up. Hmm. And they were like, you know, it took them 200 years, but they're going to get back at everyone. And then they genetically modified that. Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> this huge yeah, motherfucker. Man. Hey, you know what I saw in the paper here? What? You know what's interesting is like so fentanyl, fentanyl death. Oh, you know I'm gonna get the statistic. Hold on, I have I have the fucking statistic. Get, I'm gonna get, you. Hold on one get the fucking statistic. <laughs> okay, so this is a big deal because. The uh, fentanyl death here in this area have been like fentanyl's like you know it hasn't been like a big deal mm-hmm. in this region, especially Southern California. Like you know that's I mean that's more of a thing in California for a long time. But in 2013, almost 3% of overdose deaths in LA includes uh, involved fentanyl. In 2018, fentanyl was involved in 25% of overdose. In 2019, it contributed uh, to about 33%. And in March and April, the first two months of the pandemic, 50% of overdose deaths involved fentanyl hmm. in Los Angeles County. Yeah. So it seems like there's more of it coming in. And, you know, they try to, like, it, you know, they're unclear as to whether or not it's, like, Oh, is it the cartel or is it China? But the Newsweek I just got in talking about fentanyl coming in China. Mm. So, yeah. So what? They're trying to help us get rid of our undesirables by feeding them fentanyl? Maybe. They're getting back at us. No, I mean. For a fucking deficit that we owe them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking no fentanyl, so I mean, that's not going to affect me. Well, they're putting it in the, with the, they're cutting it into things like, um, ox, like street oxies, so they look like I don't take those either. They look like good oxies, and they actually have fentanyl in them, uh, street cocaine, street mask. Like a lot of it looks like other shit, and it has fentanyl in it. Well, okay, don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't. Well, they don't. Know, yeah, no, I don't take the oxys. No I don't take the 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 shrooms. Yeah, don't, don't, like, but even the stuff that it looks like good, like the you know the press, they look like um, pharma's, mm. and they have fentanyl enough. Um, even uh, just last night, um, three girls upstairs in the dorms that were trustees uh, took some bad shit and uh, code blued. Oh wow! How they getting that yeah. in there? Oh, I don't know. Bring shit in. Wow. Happens all the time. Oh wow. Yeah. Makes you you think how how people are, how how they're able to keep people in there, but they can't keep the bad shit out. 
his brain in. Easter it monthly. But the good part is that they had they had good mattresses, so I'm trying to angle to get a good mattress. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a good part of anytime. Yeah. That's all I care about. Be able to trade out my mat. Get yourself a nice Tempur-Pedic. Something that's adjustable. Yeah, well, yeah, because because usually the trustees have good mattresses. To, What's a trustee? To, to get myself a good one. They're uh, they're workers. You know, and the stupid part is, you know, the dumb part is that if you're a, if you're a trustee, they're they're inmates who usually have um they have outdates. You know, you have to have an outdate to be a trustee. Mm. So. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, what, what kind of fucking idiot are you? You have a fucking outdate, and they're using drugs in the facility. You fucking dumb motherfucker, because now you get another, you've got another charge. You have one minute left. Like, what kind of fucking idiot do you have to be? Right. And, and doing some dumb shit like that, I mean, I'm guessing, you know, I don't know what the fuck they thought it was, but I'm guessing they thought it was heroin. Like, why would you want to do heroin if you're a worker? Fucking idiot. Yeah. Well... But, you know, but the upside is that, you know, there's three good mats sitting there. So I'm going to get one of them. Ooh. That's all I care about. How did, how did you manage that? <laughs> because there's, there's, because, you know, they code blue. So those, those mats came downstairs with them. Oh. So now I get to, so I asked, I asked the deputy if I could trade out my mat. <laughs> probably. Well, look at, look at that. Yeah. You, you benefited from, from the drug trade indirectly. That's all I care. Yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> so, like, literally, like, all I... I heard Code Blue, and I was like, oh, man, I'm probably going to get a better mask. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you for using Securus. <laughs> Goodbye. Come be back. <laughs> all right, then, we're back Hello. with the beautiful and talented back. Mercedes Carrera. You might know her from such Hello. films as playing a tennis coach. What? You might know her from such roles as playing a tennis coach, where she seduces oh her. Oh my god! What, what is that? Did you see that thing with that guy who's like this top tennis guy? I mean, like hit some fucking like ball person in the neck with a tennis ball, and now he was like disqualified. Yeah, uh, uh, uh Djokovic. Djokovic, yeah. It was like some, like, I don't, I think it was like an accident or something. They like completely disqualified him and now he yeah. can't play. Yeah, they kicked, they kicked him out. Yeah, but it was like a complete accident. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be hitting the ball, people. You can't be hitting random chicks with your balls. But it was like a, it was a, like I watched it and it was a total accident. He was just like, he hit it off to the side and it accidentally hit the ball person. And he was, it was a total accident. Twenty five hundred dollars because he didn't go to a press conference. <laughs> like I don't know what you uh, you know they they just they just I don't know I I really don't know. I it mean when you really play unfair, though honestly I was like what because it wasn't like he did it on purpose and I was like well, this seems really unfair. Yeah, what what when you play sports, you you know you gotta you gotta like uh, you gotta understand that you might get hit with a ball to the face. Yeah. Like he did it. It wasn't like he threw a fit and like hit her maliciously or anything, or threw a racket. Like it was like he he hit it off to the side just because it was off to the side, and it just happened to hit her in the neck. And right away he was deeply apologetic, and then 
and then he, he like he was absolutely he felt terrible you could tell mm-hmm. and then but because he hit her they immediately disqualified him and i thought that was a really unfair thing and i don't like i don't know a lot about tennis i just saw it and i was like what the fuck is this is this like some sort of weird sjw like tennis rule that i didn't know about yeah i mean and he was the number one he was the number one uh a player in the world, uh, Novak Djokovic, flicked a ball to the back, uh, to the back without, um, backcourt without a glance, and it landed square on the throat of a line judge, resulting in the world number one being disqualified from the tournament. The incident has swamped social media, uh, discourse and throwing up, uh, views on, at odds. ESPN asked, uh, two former Indian uh, singles players, uh, uh, Verjay and uh, Verjay and a legend four time Grand Slam quarter finalist, um, Sudav, uh, Sudav, uh, the last Indian player to be ranked inside the top 70. I don't know what the fuck this means. Uh, on Djokovic being disqualified from the tournament. It is uh, incredibly unfortunate the USTA has had a jump through hoops uh, putting in great effort to run the tournament itself, especially since the U.S. has had the worst virus situation in the world. The last thing the world um, that that would have wanted was for something like the this to happen, but under the circumstances, it was very straightforward decision. Uh, in this case, the, un- the umpires gave a Novak the respect of a 10 minute discussion before they actually pulled the trigger. I thought it was so unfair because it's not, he didn't even look, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like he did it out of anger. It wasn't out of malice. <laughs> like I would understand if it was because he was having a hissy fit moment. Yeah. You know, if he was being, like, a dick about it and, like, flicked it or, you know, whatever. Like, I saw the thing, you know, because, like, again, we watch all the, you know, the media here. And it wasn't that. It was literally just he he hit it off to the side, you know, at at the end or whatever of the thing. And it just was, it, it was just happenstance. And it hit her. And then he was deeply apologetic. And then they just disqualified him. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It was so unfair. And yeah. then, and then they, you know, they tried to make him go to some stupid press conference about it. And he was like, no. And then they fined him $7,500 for not going. And I don't blame him for not going because I think it was a bullshit move. Yeah. Like, move. I mean, what, what, so, more, what more does he have to say on the matter? Like, I apologize. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to yeah. do it. I was just hitting the ball away from me. Yeah. I wasn't aiming was, for like what what what's he supposed to say? I'm sorry yeah. I I freaking violated this woman's I, I'm sorry I raped this woman's throat with my ball. Like what 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 what's he supposed to say? It's tennis. Like she's like she's standing on a tennis court where they hit balls. Like what like I don't know, we're a throat guard. Like we're a fucking full body. Like, honestly, like, I would, don't want to get hurt. I, I did like, security at the US Open. I was on the court. Like I was in the outer courts. Uh, and my job was to prevent anyone from running on the field, well, running on the court. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you, you know, you have to keep your eye out, uh, like 360 degrees all around you to make sure you don't get hit with no balls. Yeah. I mean, cause it's gonna, ha- it c- it's gonna happen. 
You know, yeah. and that's why they had the bull girl and the bull boy running up and down the court to to grab them. Yeah. You know, it but happens. It, it happens. It happens. I mean, you know, but it, it's just, I, I don't know. This is just this social justice warrior crap. It's like people are just over, over sensitive now because they're afraid yeah. of a fucking Me Too scandal. Like what, 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 she, she, she was raped by the tennis ball. Is that it? Yeah, it, that's. Well, that's kind of like, that was kind of the sense I got is it's like, oh, because he was a white male and she was a woman. Like, that was kind of, like, to be honest with you, I kind of got the sense that if it was like Serena Williams had done it and it was a white male who got hit, that nobody would have done a damn thing. Yeah, no one would have said shit. They, in fact, if he would have caught yeah. it in the balls, it would be a, 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 a comedy skit for like months. Like, look at this yeah. ball boy catching it in the nards. Bam! That was a hundred yeah. mile an hour fuck, and she hit it with she hit it with intention. He must have did some. He must have took her yeah. last Gatorade. Yeah, exactly. Good for exactly. him. Exactly. Ha ha ha. It would have been a meme yeah. if, if it had been Serena Williams and, and a man. Yeah. But because it was, but because it was a, a white man, and I think they were, it's almost like they were gunning for him. And you know, I just that was kind of the sense I got. Mm. It, and it just it was. It was almost malicious the way they took him out. And I think that he, it was almost like it was a political decision. Oh, no, it was. It like was a political, without a doubt, it was a political decision. Without a doubt. And I, it, yeah, it was because it was ridiculous. I mean, come on. Like, I'm sorry that you got hurt, lady, but like, you, you're standing in the back of a tennis court. Yeah. It's like, it's like standing like at a gun range, like <laughs> near where the targets are. Yeah. Like, you might get shot. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Anyway, I just that was just something I noticed on the news that I thought was weird. I thought you might know something about. Yeah, and I was just trying to make a reference to one of your scenes. Which one? The one where you play oh, the, the ball. Yeah, the tennis where you play the tennis coach. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. I, I like that. I study all your scenes. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how many of them still exist. I, like a lot of those, uh, a lot of the companies pulled all my work. Which is- well, no, they, they're they're all on Pornhub, X videos. They're still there. They're still somewhere. there. They're still there. And and honestly, um, like I I like to arrange them by um, a before bangs and after bangs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the bangs! The bangs are the. I miss the bangs. I'm just saying, I love the bangs. Thank you. There's the, the bangs. There's the, the pre-bangs and the after-bangs. The pre-bangs and the after-bangs, yes. Before bangs, B-B-A-B. Yeah. In the, in the, in the Mercedes Carrera catalog. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I remember. Ah, uh, yes, where well, she, thank you. when she played Vampirella. Yes, that was, uh, I spilled, <laughs> I spilled much semen that day. Much semen was spilt in the name of Mercedes Carrera in in her Vampirella costume. It made my inner comic book nerd spurt. I was quite I was quite dehydrated afterwards. <laughs> I had to replenish my fluids. It took it nice. took a fortnight till I felt <laughs> feeling in my legs again. It's funny. 
I get a lot of inspiration here, though, with like the, some of the girls here, the, the, the jail stuff, the prison stuff. These girls give me a lot of inspiration. A lot of, a lot of, so they'll be like pre-jail, after jail. Mm-hmm. They give me a lot of jail, jail inspiration. Ah. Street, street inspiration. There's the, there's the before street Mercedes and the after street Mercedes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They do. They're fun. I really, I, I'm, I'm waiting for your comeback. I know. You know, it's, it's. I, you know, I, I've played with that because I haven't been sure I was going to do it. And the girls here, especially like the prison girls, they're like, "You have to come back. You yeah. have to go back." Yeah. They, they, they convince me that I have to, especially because they, because they want to. Oh. Okay. There, there is. They, they have ideas that they, they want me to go back mm-hmm. they want me to go back to the to the world of of uh, performing for they want me to perform with them and oh actually you know yeah no they, they give me good ideas well that turned me on <laughs> yeah well you know there's a couple of them there's one here that, that she's she's a lot of fun and she was telling me about how they make strap-ons in prison all right, I'm gonna be sending. I'm gonna be sending some pictures of myself if you wanna, you know, help me out. Pass, just, pass them along. Pass them along. Let them know if they, you, you know, to, if they like uh, teddy bears. Oh yeah, you want some pen pals? I can hook you up with some pen pals. <laughs> I'm all pen pals yeah. for you. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. So I can make that happen for you. Oh. Yeah, they're 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 a lot of fun here. And they they uh they're telling me how they make the strap on the prison. Mm. Use them on each other in the showers. <laughs> <laughs> they're fun. Have I, have, you, I have a lot of fun shops. Yes. Have so you witnessed any have story. you witnessed anything like that? What's that? I, have you witnessed anything like that? And I'm only asking because my listeners will kill me. How come you don't ask these questions? What's that? Have you witnessed any 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 shenanigans in the showers? No, oh. no, but I'm on, I'm on the protective custody side. Oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not on the bad girl side. Oh, they're on the bad girl side. Oh, they're the prison girls. I see. I, I talk to them through the gates because we share a day room with them, but they're over on the high point. They're the bad girls. Hmm. They don't traditionally like the the protective custody, and actually, like one of the girls I was talking to, like she traditionally. Like she doesn't talk to us at all. Like right. I'm bridging, I'm building bridges everywhere I go because she usually does not talk to us at all. Right. She's very anti PC, but but being the porn star, I built bridges mm. <laughs> because they like me because you know I'm the porn star. Ah yes. But usually protective custody, you know that's that's like a that's a no no. They don't usually usually they don't mix they don't mix well. With the, with the prison side. Right. But I, I chat with them all the time. So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there you go. You you are the ambassador. I am. Yeah. I'm the ambassador. Yeah. So now, we're all friendly now, but, you know, so, so she first came in. She, she's come in for years, and usually she stays in a lot of conflict because she doesn't talk with us. But now, uh, everybody's friendly. She likes us now. She and I were up the other morning talking about all kinds of fun things. 
just tell me how they make the strap on, all kinds of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, so she's giving me ideas. I was like, man, that's a, you know, that's a lot of fun. Like, that's actually a good idea, you know? Put a bunch of those kind of girls in the house with the webcam. <laughs> Be the hoe house. Well, no, give, make a better name. Goodness. Make it, make it, make a better name, Ho House. No, don't do that. Don't, don't demean. Don't demean. Well, I know. We can create a better name. But create a like better it's name. Work, it's a working name. Yeah. So you can help me. All right. It's a working name. Well, All right. Come up with something better for me. But don't be mad when much semen will be spilt. Much semen will be spilt over the Ho House. Over the Ho House. They will be blessed. Each corner. <laughs> we can bless. We'll bless them. The Blessed Ho House. The Blessed Ho House with my... <laughs> Many girls who had been on, on parole Yes, will be in the Ho House. Oh, what's this talcum powder on the floor? That's not talcum powder. Louis just dehydrated right now. <laughs> <laughs> All these women here and you're jacking it. What's wrong with you? Right though, I mean, some crazy shit happens. Like the other morning, and I, I was up talking to her. Her, her name is Monique. Mm-hmm. She goes by Mel. So there was this girl in intake. And she's screaming for her mommy. Mm-hmm. She, she's like, they, I don't know where they picked her up. She's probably high or something. And she's in intake, and she's like, oh, I want my mommy. And she's screaming, right? And so Monique and I are up. It's like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and we're talking through the gate. We're having coffee or whatever. So we're both up. I don't know, because my gate was open and so was hers. So we're drinking, we're having coffee. Everybody's hey, fucking crazy. So she screamed back at this bitch. She's been in intake all the way across like the jail, but we can hear her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You should have thought about that shit when you committed your motherfucking crime. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> this bitch is crying. <laughs> crying, I want my mommy. She's like, I don't give a fuck. And then some bitch upstairs is like, is like, uh, you shut up. It's 4.30 in the morning. She goes, I don't give a fuck. You want it to be quiet? Don't come to motherfucking jail. You shut up. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All this shit's happening at 4.30 in the morning. This is, this is what jail's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened? Welcome to jail. Yeah. And then we had a conversation about strap on and showers. Hmm. A sample of my day here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You could jerk off to that. Yeah. Yeah. Much, much semen will be spilt after this call. <laughs> <sighs> Just because. And much semen will be spilt. Much, much semen will be spilt after this call. Thank you for that. I'm trying, I'm trying to go no. I'm trying to go no wanks because I'm a proud boy, but damn. <laughs> there's no, there's no, I don't, you know, you know, Gavin's whole no wanks thing. I don't know where the fuck he came up with that. Some fucking performance or bullshit that he came up with. I know Gavin really well. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, that's some fucking bullshit. I don't I don't buy it for a second. I mean there's some like, there, there's some science behind no wanking. What's that? There's science behind no wanking. No, there is no science behind no wanking. No, there's not. There is no science behind no wanking. Men need to fucking clear their prostate out. Yeah, but probably like what once in a blue moon, not like every like five seconds. 
five seconds, but I mean, if you, but at least every like couple days. Well, that's that's why it gives you an incentive to uh, work hard, so that way you find a spouse to you know help you out with that. You know what I recommend, actually. You know what? You know what's a really good book. What? It's Sex, Sex at Dawn. Sex at Dawn is an excellent book on on hominid uh, mating behaviors. It's actually one of the like the best books I've ever read on how humans um, mate and like pair bond. It's one of the most realistic. Highly recommend reading it. Everybody, men mm-hmm. and, and women, get that book. Everyone should get that book. Sex at Dawn. It's called Sex at Dawn. Sex at Dawn. Sex at Dawn. It'll explain it. Like it really, really. And you know, it's, we, we've been watching this show here. It's, it's a very, you have one minute left. So I'll leave you with this. Yeah. But you know, since everyone's on quarantine, we've been watching this show called Love Island. It's this really silly little like reality dating type show mm-hmm. and it's fun when you watch those shows after you've read Sex at Dawn because it explains how humans kind of mate and pair bond and, and then you watch these reality shows and you're like oh there it is that's what humans are humans are just silly little hominids all just trying to make our way in this fucked up world right so read uh, that book I, I will I wrote it down I will okay uh, thank you for the fantasy. Yes, you can go. You can go wank to crazy jail. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna try not to wank. I'm, I'm gonna try not to wank. I'm, I need to be a good boy. Well, then you know what? You'll just have nocturnal emissions in your sleep. Well, yeah, I've been having that. <laughs> thank you for using. I love Secure. you. Love you. Goodbye. All right. Anyway, that was Mercedes Carrera. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe on however you are listening to the show. Please uh, tell your friends and family to listen to the Crotch Shot Radio Show. And thanks, man. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show, Donk. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.